With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Show us the edge. Yes. The chip on the shoulders. The fight and the passion that comes from a thing. just fun to watch it was fun to watch him play with that force uh that pace the confidence that he had on the floor and his teammates all rallied behind him so he he was incredible he set the tone and collectively it was it was a great rebounding game for us in terms of from the first game to the second game great rebound and a great turnaround for us to be able to come home get a little rest and, and get this win what was your reaction to Brandon uh, throwing the alley oop to himself in the third? <laughs> Incredible! It was it was fun. Um, once he has it going like that, you know you can see his imagination just kind of take over. Whatever shot he wanted to hit, he got to it, and uh, it was it was fun to watch for sure. You guys held Tyrese Halliburton scoreless. What do you feel like you guys did a good job of limiting him in this game? I mean, you guys know he's he's an excellent um, playmaker and player. He's an all-star caliber player. And, um, you know, Herb Jones, his defense on Halliburton, um, he, in my opinion, that's a first-team all-defensive player on our team. Um, he was everywhere. And he's been doing that all season, the last three seasons. And I thought we, we did a great job of mixing up our coverages, going man, going zone, not allowing them to get to some of their sets and, and then matching up the last few seconds of the shot clock. And pretty much from the opening tip, you could see B.I. was just feeling it. He was yeah. kind of in the zone. Yeah. Uh, what's it like just kind of seeing him when he's in that mode and it feels like he's able to control the game the way he did? You don't want to take him out the game. Uh, unfortunately, he needs a, a little rest, but it's like, can you play 30 straight uh, when you're playing like that? And um, like I said, it, it, it's it's fun to watch. And, you know, last game he had a good game, and then to get come back, get some rest, and go right back after it, it was it was great. And uh, we're all proud of Bi and the effort and 
the performance that he displayed tonight. Another guy I had it going was Trey Murphy. Uh, yeah. What was it like just seeing the way he performed tonight? Not just the shooting, but also getting into the paint, uh, making plays off the bounce. Trey was great. And he he's understanding what teams are trying to do to him. When he has a shot, he takes it. And now he's shot faking and driving, going to finish or swinging it to a teammate. But when he hit, when he's hitting shots like that, it's, it's demoralizing for other teams. And it's great to see him once again, along with some of our other guys, put together a few games. Willie, did that loss in Indiana a few nights ago play any kind of part in your guys' 48 points uh, in the first quarter um, at all? Or maybe the way Indiana started that game, too, where they scored 40 on you yeah. guys? You know, we have competitors on this team. And we know we didn't get a great start. Um, guys were a little fatigued. And we wanted to get home, get some rest. And we knew we, we could get after him, And that's what they did tonight. So. Uh, major credit to the, to all of our guys in the locker room. I said it in the locker room. I'll say it here. Um, I really have to commend Jonas. Um, his professionalism all season long has been incredible. Only played him seven minutes the first game because we were trying to claw back in. We need to go with a smaller lineup, faster lineup to try to get back in. We go right back to him tonight, and he's ready to go. Um, he's been one of the pillars of our team. Shows up every day. Um, works his tail off, and uh, it's really a pleasure to have an opportunity just to see his growth in the, in the coaching. And well, I got to ask you about Zion. He left in the second quarter. Yeah. I think he went to the locker room. Yeah. Is there anything to worry about at all? Because he obviously he played in the second half. No, 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 no. He'll he'll be fine. Um, nothing to worry about there. Yeah. Coach, at you uh, kind of head toward the playoffs. What value did you see in this weekend playing a team on Wednesday, losing then a couple nights later playing the same team again? Kind of mimicking how the playoff format would be. For sure. It, it allows you to, you know, go back, watch the tape, and you can make adjustments of how you want to attack them the next game. And I, it's one of the reasons I kind of do like the back, you know, home and home or home and away, whatever it is. It's one of the reasons that we enjoy it is because it's very similar to, you know, the first two games of a playoff game, you you know, you win one, lose one, whatever it is, you try to go back, adjust, and see where you can be better. And I thought tonight, you know, to the guys' credit, they did that. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Good to get Jose back on the floor, his energy, his speed. Um, you know, just trying to get fully healthy as we progress through the season. But Jose's a big part of what we do. He knows that. And uh, I thought he was really solid tonight. All right, thank you. All right, shout out to the fam. For all things Pelicans, man, you're now tuned into the Pelican Post Game Report. Much love to the flock. This one, the Pelicans wreck the Pacers 129 to 102. Halliburton held to zero points tonight. Shout out to the Pelicans, man. Putting in work, and this is how you respond, man. When uh, a team performs like it did the other night, you respond. And when we have a performance like this, man, you now got to pull old Will Free uh, Smith out the freezer. Now that's how you supposed to drive. From that one, that's how you drive. <laughs> that never gets old. All right, shout out to the flock, man. We up in this thing. I'm Big Q. We got Lexa chiming in. Lex, how you doing tonight? What's up with you, Big Hugh? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I'm I'm great after the Pelicans put the smack down on the paces tonight, man. They handled the business. B.I. was masterful in this one. They started it off really well, kind of teetered off in the second, but got back on code uh, to handle it and kind of close out the game. Uh, B.I. was magnificent in, in his production tonight. We'll get into the individuals uh, as well as the uh, the team statistics. But, man, listen, you know, overall, Pelicans had a pretty, a really good performance here. Had a little dip when they let the paces kind of work the lead down, but they ate up and handled the business, man. So I'm really happy for our win tonight. So early on impressions, Lex. Um. Hold on just a second. Um, all right. Um uh yeah, we uh we didn't lose the double digit lead. <laughs> we 
we didn't lose that. Um, that's always a good thing. Um, they performed. They they came back and, and performed. You know, a lot of times when the Pels lose lose a game, they come back next game and and they get the W. Uh, they got this in a big way. Um, being up thirty one points. I mean, it was kind of like <laughs> I had to sit there and wait for a minute. Like, okay, what's <laughs> are we gonna keep this up? You know, for the second half because you know we've had tail of two halves. Of course, there was a a tail of two halves within the first half, but they recovered from that uh, pretty good and still kept their double digit lead. But um, I mean, yeah, they they responded as they they always have uh, responded. Uh, coming off of a loss, and uh, it was a blowout. They basically gave the Pacers a piece of their own medicine with what the Pacers gave them. I think uh, the difference is, is that definitely with uh, the Pelicans coming off of a back-to-back and with all the, you know, things that they went through, they did show fight in that Pacers game. You know, they, they came back within four, you know, and they did that like, like three times where the Pacers, they they didn't have that. They they didn't come back at all. Like you know, similar to that, especially like three times. So, um, you know that that was really it. Really shows that the Pelicans do have what it takes. We just have to continue to nourish that part and nurture that part, so they can get it down and and have be able to come back from behind as well as win in this fashion and in close games. So they that just tells me that they do have it. We just we just don't see it enough, you know. So um this was this was a good win. I mean BI went off. Um you know it was just I mean obviously he gave them a 30 piece night before but you know this one was in the result of a win. Um you know he just he just had a heck of a night. He had a heck of a night, and, you know, kudos to him. He did his thing. Can't take anything away from him. Um, Herb Keyshawn Jones, um, he shut he shut the, um, you know, the Energizer Rabbit down. He shut, you know, the, the, the nucleus of the uh, Pacers, which is Halliburton. Um, zero points. The last time that's happened was uh, 2021, um, and I think, you know, I think he was with Sacramento, but that was pretty impressive. I mean, you don't see that a lot where the star of the other team is totally shut down, you know, just totally scoreless. Um, so that was that was impressive. Uh, I don't – I mean, you can look at, you know, uh, what B.I. put up compared to, you know, just shutting down Halliburton, you know, to shut it down to start in this day's game, that's pretty tough to do. So, I mean, that, 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 the, the impressiveness is just as much, maybe if not more than what, you know, uh, Brandon's performance, because um, that's not easy to do to shut down, you know, uh, the other star on the other team. So um, the defense did well. Um, guys were clicking. The energy was there. Uh, this is the type of energy that I'd like to see every single every single game, you know, because um, this is the type of energy that's going to be needed for those tougher games and better teams. So uh, just all around, this was uh, a good, you know, uh, a, a great win. You know, they recovered from, you know, just the other night. So it's good stuff. Uh, glad to be back in the uh, the win column. Indeed, uh, this this was a good win, man. I like I, I loved how the Pelicans responded in this matchup against the Pacers, man. They took care of business. I love the temperament and the aggressiveness aggressiveness in which Bi initiated this thing. I mean, and then of course Trey Murphy got going in the game. You know, Herb did what he did, but overall the Pelicans had a really solid effort today against this Pacer team, man. And uh, we had questions about how they would respond, and you're right. Uh, the last game, the Pelicans had an effort, but they just couldn't get enough stops. You know, we'll get within arm's length and then the Pacers would make a, a shot or the Pelicans would have a turnover or something like that. But tonight, none of that. 
the Pelicans jumped on the Pacers right away, man, and really surprised the hell out of them. And they had no comeback for that. I mean, they weren't hitting the shots they usually would uh, hit, and they just rattled them. But credit to the Pacers that they did cut the lead down in the second quarter. But the Pelicans got back after that, just mashed on them and pushed them on up out of here. So some of the uh, team statistics right now, the Pelicans shot almost 56% tonight from the field, almost 56 around 50, 56%. Uh, they were 15 to 32 from downtown for 47%. They got to the foul line 26 times, 18 to 26 for 69.2%. You know, so you kind of contrast that versus what the Pacers did 10 of 32 from downtown for 31.3. They got to the foul line 12 of 18 for six, just under 67%. Pelicans 47 to 44 on the rebounds. They did that thing. Offensively, the Pacers had them 17 to 11 there, but. 25 all in terms of the assists, nine all in, in terms of the steals. Uh, they lost the block game, but outside of that, they didn't lose too much. Pelicans had 17 turnovers. They won the fast break point uh, battle, 28 to 12. And 56-54 was the points in the paint uh, situation for the Indiana Pacers. So, like I said, the Pelicans came home and they responded like they were supposed to. They're supposed to bat the hell out this team. This is a good team, and they knocked them down. Uh, like I said, B.I. was the man of the hour, man. 34 points in 30 minutes of action. He was 13 of 21 from the field, one of two from downtown. He was seven of nine from the foul line. Could have got a triple-double. I, re- I really was pushing for him to get a triple-double. He got close. 34 points, eight rebounds, six assists for B.I. and a plus 45, plus 45 for B.I. in the matchup. Off the bench, Trey Murphy, 28 points. 28 minutes, plus 14, seven rebounds. He had an assist and a couple of steals. He was six of 12 from downtown tonight, and uh, he was six of nine from the foul line. So Trey Murphy really turned it on for the Pelicans tonight. And, of course, in the starting lineup, uh, guys like C.J. McCullum, who hit some big shots to kind of help things out. He finished with 14 points, four rebounds, and a couple of steals, a couple of blocks, and an assist, plus 30. For CJ tonight, 15 from Val in 26 minutes. You remember seven minutes last game, zero points. This time around, Val, 26 minutes. He had 15 points, nine rebounds, three assists, and two blocks for Val, plus 28 tonight from him. Herb did what Herb does. Didn't give you a lot of points, but Herb is efficient. Three or four from the field, finished with six points in 26 minutes of action. He does his defensive stuff and all this. Plus 30 for Herb tonight. So a lot of plus, plus 45, plus 30, plus 30, plus 28, plus 14. The Pelicans had it going on. Zion finished with eight points and 21 minutes of action. Uh, for him, seven assists and three rebounds. You know, you heard what Willie said about Zion and with, you know, him getting checked out. And uh, and uh, he didn't, you know, kind of saying uh, he didn't seem like he was too worried about it. So. We'll just kind of we'll get more information on that later on. But outside of that, man, the Pelicans did a hell of a performance. But like we mentioned, Halliburton, who just been lighting up everything. I mean, he was fantastic. 23 minutes from Halliburton, zero points. And, you know, he averages he leads the assists, uh, the uh, NBA in assists, three assists, three rebounds, totally taken out of it. 0 for 7 from the field, 0 for 6 from downtown wasn't a factor. Their top guy tonight, Matherin or Isaiah Jackson, whatever. In the end, their stars wasn't clicking for them. And 12 apiece from Turner and Siakam. 24 combined for Siakam and Turner. Zero for Halliburton. Let me tell you something. The Pels, an overall great performance tonight. And a a revenge-type game here. We got us some payback. We split this thing half and half with them. Good win. Anyway, uh, feel free, Lex, to go ahead on and kind of Comment on some of those statistics, if you please. Oh, shoot. I just, shoot, like I said before, the the whole Halliburton scoreless was really something. Um, you know, I think uh, it, it was a solid a solid game, uh, solid effort from everybody. B.I. had a heck of a night. Um, I'm glad to, you know, in this game, I know they didn't use Valanchunas in um, – you know, the first game against the Pacers, but um, I'm glad, you know, they, they stuck with him this time around because, again, uh, he when you utilize him 
and you know how to utilize him, he can do something for you. Um, and I think uh, I think I saw on uh, the team statistics that we won the rebound battle. Is that That's correct? Right. That's right. We got it tonight. Yeah. Well, Valanchunas was in there, you know, and and he had he had nine rebounds. So, I mean, hey, say what you want to about Valanchunas. I know he's flat footed, but that dude hits those boards. You know, he he really does uh, a lot of things for us when he hits the boards, uh, and he does it cons- consistently. I know it wasn't a double double, but um, yeah, we, we gotta have those rebounds. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, Excuse me. Oh, shoot. I can't believe I forgot. Uh, Trey. Um, you know, Trey seems to be really getting in rhythm, you know, with his game. Um, and he had a heck of a night as well. Um, it's good to see him do this, and, it, and it's clicking at the right time. I think he did this last season. Like, he went through a stint where he was he wasn't doing too well. For, for a long stretch. And then once the second half of the season came, he really started to pick it up. So it, it seems like it's kind of deja vu with him. He He's starting to get in rhythm just in time. So yeah. it's uh, it's really good to see that from him because, again, we, we need that from Trey. I, I, I really do feel like he's he's the sleeper. He's the guy or the, you know, the X factor as far as his shooting. Um, his ability to to attack the basket. Um, definitely, you know, I think that Mitty will come at some point. But right now, the way the way that he's playing right now and the way he played today, um, he he was really fearless. He seemed like he he was um he was determined to to get get what he was trying to get. So um yeah, he he really did his thing. I'm glad to see him really really getting out of his uh his rut that he was in. Yeah, that's that's the thing we talked about often that um Trey Murphy is a hell of a shooter, but that's not all he is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of part of his game is driving the basket, you know, when when they attack out or when the shots not falling, get to the get to the rim. You know, he finishes well at the rim. And and he started to do a lot of that stuff, man. And um and then of course tonight the shot was falling for him. He kind of get his trying to get himself more consistent because we're gonna need Trey as we get uh, further down into this season. So a uh, kudos to the Pelicans, man, handling business tonight, smacking them paces around, man, and knocking them down uh, makes uh, makes us feel a lot better here in the flock, man. Anyway, let's look at some of the standings right here. Currently, the Pelicans pick up their 36th win of the season, fam, uh, with the dub tonight, 36 and 25 of your Pelicans, six and four over the last 10 contests. 18 and 12 at home, 18 and 13 on the road. So uh, they look, the records are very similar. The Pelicans are a little bit better at home versus what they are on the road. But at the end of the day, uh, the Pelicans still sitting in that sixth position. So we got to keep that going. We got to keep that mashing on. So anyway, let's move on to the next one, Lex. Uh, we have the Toronto Raptors coming up here next. And of course, you can look at some of the stuff right here with the Raptors, man. And uh, we, t- we talked about, uh, it's, you know, Scotty Barnes and what he represents and what he brings. But by all, in, uh, by all purposes, when we talk about the, the, the Pelicans, uh, you know, taking uh, going up to – where are they going? Yeah, they got to go up there to take on the Raptors, and they start a three-game uh, road trip. 22 and 38 are the Raptors. Scotty Barnes is clearly their best player. This should be a win for the Pelicans going up into Canada to kind of beat this team. This team is not quite what they used to be. A lot of their players are gone, and they're kind of resetting the things a bit. So this, in terms of, and we say this often, but the Pelicans, this is another win that we just need to get. We just need to go mm-hmm. on up there and take care of business. This shouldn't even be an afterthought. Pelicans should smack the rabbit. I ain't mean smack them around, but we should step step on this team and get out of uh, no, no, smack them around. We need to be a little bit more violent. Well, you call for violence. <laughs> yeah, I sure. I meant that. I you mean, did. the thing is, that's the time, man. We need to. We need to get built like that. You hear me? Hold on, Lex. So you telling me uh, is it possible that the Pelicans are finally getting it in their chest 
that uh, the stuff that Draymond Green was saying, the stuff that Jimmy Butler was saying, the the the, the stuff that Stephen A. Because see, they taking shots at the Pelicans. You yeah. know, they're taking shot at shot at the Pelicans. So sooner or later, you know, this what Bi played with tonight, how he played with tonight, and we know Bi is a guy that can score at at three different levels for the Pelicans. What's really interesting is his temperament. That's what I that's what I really started to focus in on was his temperament. How you know you can see him the toughness lowering his shoulder and literally going at the pacers. That type of temperament is what I want to see more of from the Pelicans. I want to see more of that because people think the Pelicans are soft. They and they thinking that all they have to do to throw the, the, the Pelicans off is be is be physical with them, more physical with them, and that throws the game off. That's a sign of showing you that that the, the Pelicans are mentally weak. That you just have to be a little bit more uh, uh, physical with them, and that'll throw them off. This had this all of this has to be remedied. So let let's get into the breakdown on the Raptors game. This should be, in my estimation, man. After smacking the, the Pacers, smashing the Pacers down, they should go up to Canada and just do this, knock the knock them into next week. We got to keep this intensity going. We're in the stretch headed into the playoffs, man. We got to make this count. So, Lex, what you think? Um, I mean, what I always say, energy. It, it starts with the energy level. It starts with the intensity. Like, you know, we, we got to, at this point, we got to bring it every single night. We can't have any lapses or anything like that. Um, we, we have to, we have to go and get this. Um, but definitely uh, they play your game, play with pace, get them on their heels, get off to a great start. Um, you know, push the ball. Um, obviously they don't, they don't have the, they don't have an answer for our inside game. Um, you know, but, uh, we definitely got to carry the momentum over. Um, I don't want this team to relax. And one thing that I do want to say is that this is one game where we're coming back from off of a loss. We came back with a win, but at some point in time, I want this type of energy to be the response after a win, not after just a loss. I mean, after a loss is fine. You know, that's great. But we want to have this type of momentum and energy after a win. Let's keep this thing going. Let's put a, a stretch of games together and, and, and be consistent in playing at that high level, not coming down from that high. And be like, oh, you know, you, you know, getting relaxed. We don't want to do that. You know, we we have to stay up there, not come down and relax. I, I don't care who we're facing, because the thing is, is that if you are a way below 500 team, if you're in the playing picture or if you're in the playoff picture, you want to bring that because you're right now you're building those habits. So we have to continue to build stronger habits. Because all this is preparation for the playoffs. That's that's what all this thing is about. Um, I mean, obviously, we have nights where um, the, the ball is dropping. I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know if, uh, I mean, B.I., he may have a ga another game like this. Or it may be somebody else. But the thing is, if shots are not dropping like this, we still have to play smart basketball. Move the ball. Uh, the players got to move. We got to get more action between Zion and Brandon. You know, we, we got to get that. Um, just um, just playing together, getting rebounds, not turn, turning the ball over. Um, you know, just staying disciplined and staying fundamentally sound. And if we do those things along with playing at a high level, that energy, that energy is contagious. I mean, it, it's it's very powerful when we when we play the game the right way and play at a high level like that with that energy. Um, you know, it, it makes this team hard, you know, to beat. So uh, definitely they got to, you know, do those things in order to get this win. Yeah, indeed, Lex. They got a, a date with Charlotte prior to the matchup on the fifth for the uh, for the Pelicans coming to town. And, and like I said, um the games you're supposed to win are these games. These mm -hmm. are the games. 
to add on to what you need to do to kind of gain a little bit more ground. I suspect the Pelicans should be able to take care of business here. Um, and getting Jose back, uh, Jose Alvarado back off suspension was also a boost there. You've seen Jordan Hawkins get some minutes uh, as well, some in Matt Ryan, some garbage minutes there later on in the game. So it's it's cool seeing the Pelicans. Great win tonight by the Pelicans. Way to, what a way to respond to that prior matchup. So let's uh, let's do one more final thing before we get ready to go. Let's touch on this right here, Lex, if you please. We're going to listen to this right here. This is Perkins. He made a comment early oh, on. <laughs> That's right. We're going to listen to what Perk said. So uh, we'll comment on this. So here you go. The dark horse, for the purposes of this conversation, like, y'all, yeah. the dark horse is the team that nobody was talking about being in the championship equation mm-hmm. that may very well end up in the championship equation. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Um, <sighs> You know what I would say? I'd say the Dallas Mavericks. That's, I was about to say, that's the one that we haven't been talking about. We've been talking about these two teams because of their fan bases and how they drive. This is what I will say about the Warriors, because we started this week with Draymond's comments over the weekend about believing they had enough to contend. Last night, I, I did a double-take call in that game, because I'm like, are they that good? And then I had to remember that the Knicks obviously are depleted. They are second in the league in rebounding, surprisingly, despite their size. They have such a knack for finding their long rebounds when they miss three. Um, Draymond and Steph, and Steph, the way Steph moves, y'all, it is still a thing of beauty. It is masterful. His gravity is there. There is a world in which they draw a larger matchup, a team with size, probably more likely Minnesota than anybody else. And maybe their, their quickness and speed poses some real problems. And their accuracy. And their accuracy. But I just, I don't see beyond a series. Like, I just... It gets tricky for me. So I actually still lean the Lakers being a darker horse and the Mavs technically yeah. by our definition. Go ahead, Big well, 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 my dark horse in the West is actually the New Orleans Pelicans. When I oh. think about what they have in the depth and what Zion Williamson has been doing, do you know since the All-Star break, he ranks number three for his points in the paint? He's been making sure that he gets everyone involved. C.J. McCullen has been balling out of control, averaging a little under 20 points a game. Brandon Ingram, we don't talk about him enough. A younger version of Kevin Durant when it comes to the offensive end, being able to get to his spots, rise up over, you know, guys that are smaller than him, knocking down crucial shots, tough shots. And then when I think about the wings, right, you look at the kid Murphy. Um, you look at Jose uh uh, Jose, uh, yeah, Alvarado, right? Coming Alvarado, from, Alvarado, Alvarado, yeah, Alvarado <laughs> coming in off the bench, picking up 94 feet. Big Valatunas oh, down in the paint, uh, you know, Kelsey just, yeah. just anchoring the defense. So when I think about the New Orleans Pelicans, yep. they're my sleeper well, to come out of the well, Western. Let, let, let me say this. All right, so there you go. That's the, it, it, it stops on that. So uh, for right now, Lex, let's kind of uh, – kind of react to what old Ooh, perks uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying oh my goodness uh, they kill me first of all if if you're going to talk about the Pelicans at least at least pronounce these guys names right <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans for, for one pronounce their names right McCullough no, no, but still, he didn't even get Alvarado's name right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, he needed a little help on the El Jose's name. That's it. Yeah, they. You know, I mean, they need to take a break. Really, I mean, one minute they talking real bad about the Pelicans. Next minute, it's like. I think I think with they the ones we need to look out for. Like no, just y'all need to start stop going back and forth with this stuff. I'm not saying that what he was saying was bad, but with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just I just hear, you know, one day it's, it's, it's you know, just really bad, you know, uh, Talk bad about Zion. Talk bad about the Pelicans. Um, they don't know what's going on. They don't watch the Pelicans games. You know they don't. Oh, um, I just – they just flip the script so much. It's 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 hypocrisy at an all-time high, basically. Um, I just I, – I just – I don't bank on these guys, man. I You know, they, they talk out their necks and along with other places, so – I mean, <laughs> that's basically it. I mean, it look uh, two days from now, our next game or whatever, maybe next week, it'll it'll probably be the total opposite. So it ain't no telling with these cats. Or well, whatever it comes from, it's gonna probably more than likely be uh, from a a position of negativity. Yeah. When you, when you talk, when they talk about the Pelicans, now I actually think that some of these guys. Or uh, you know they get into the party late, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean. I think some of these people f- finally realizing that the Pelicans are a team to to deal with. You know that they have all this talent and they're finally learning how to put some of the pieces together, um, and uh, that's a part of the game. So I think a lot of them, are, you know, like they they buying the hype. They're looking at other teams. They think the Mavericks are going to do something. They think you know some of these teams. Yeah. yeah so well, they made they made a lot of key moves. You know. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's understandable. So. Right. So that, that's what I'm saying about, you know, what's going on with them. I think some of them are late to the party, but outside of that, man, um, what, uh, Smith was saying about it, he had his, uh, opportunity to kind of respond to, um, um, uh, what was, uh, what Perk was saying about that. And he kind of took some shots, but I think, uh, and I've said this before about, um, about uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith is uh, I, I don't believe none of the backstory because he, he I, I've, I mean, I've listened to interviews where he was ca- where he, he was caught lying. Like he it's just things that I've seen that I would pay attention to him. And it's just I don't know, man. I don't believe the backstory. They, they put up 1.5 points per contest. And then he says it's less than that. Then he says he didn't play at all. So how did you get that? You know the this the 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 the, the backstory about him and his 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 cracking his knee open, him saying that he had a six inch screw put into his into his knee, and all of this foolishness is just a lot of li- really weird ass things behind Stephen A. Smith's uh, game pertaining to him playing and whatever that it's just all really weird to be honest with you. So I you know in Nobody would care if he just had if he just would shut his big stupid ass mouth, but he can't he can't because he's a shock jock. At some point he had some insider game on what was going on in NBA. I don't think he has that no more. I don't think he has the the pulse that he used to have where he used to be able to talk to people and he had that writer's edge. He don't have that no more. That's not what he that he done crossed over in the shock jock territory and he think he's doing with did uh, you know the type of stuff that he believes now they actually got people that believe what he's saying and 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 that's sad <laughs> believing him about the pelicans and then there's people b- believe that he's the, the pelicans are picking on him i'm like you you, you can't you can't fix stupid man I, i'm just gonna call it as it is the pelicans never did that before they never put out a, a clip on a a, a a blooper reel yeah on dude and on anybody no it's not a blooper reel it's a highlight I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. No, <laughs> look, this wasn't shacked in a fool. This was, this was a highlight. Look, did, didn't you see, uh, what, uh, Will, Will Chandler, you know, they said, and then they holding up. Yeah, that was highlight. Right. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that, that was pretty funny, man. How they, how they ran that. That's pretty good, man. 
But that's, that's what I'm saying here. It's just like all of the stuff that you hear that he says, and I'm not going to play it. I'll probably put a clip up later on about it. But it just to keep it in uh, record, because a lot of that would disappear off a line, man. So I just think that, you know, the why people get at him from the from the pale nation is because the unwarranted jabs at Zion. Zion was playing really well. You can see he's in a lot better shape than he was at, you know, at any point early in the season. You can see it. Obviously, you can see he's in a lot better shape. He's played himself into better shape. So there's no need for you to talk about fucking hamburgers and him being uh, tied up and eating tables and whether or not he can stay out of the restaurants. That doesn't that doesn't apply here. Yeah. And flips it like, well, they trolled me uh, because I made a comment about just made light or I was just joking. First of all, you don't have the no. relationship with that man to joke with him like that, that wasn't made light of i mean no, the thing that, is every in, in that case everybody is doing that everybody was doing it yeah everybody that, everybody's talked about his weight everybody's talked about his eating habits even though he has a chef you know what i'm saying and a trainer and you know i mean i follow both of them you know what i'm saying i mean it's like everybody's been doing the same thing and they're pushing the net that that same narrative to casual fans who probably don't watch a lot of Pelicans basketball. The only time that you really hear about him is, you know, when he's on national television or when they're talking about him, which they don't watch Pelicans basketball games. They don't, they don't see him play, you know? So, I mean, you know, that, that's why, you know, you know, when you look at his stance on a lot of things and some of Zion's remarks, it's like he doesn't know um, when uh, Shaq uh, Barkley and Kenny were talking about it uh, and they were, you know, you know, giving their input about it, obviously. But one thing Kenny stated is that, you know, I think that's what the problem is, is that you have so many people commenting on, you know, his eating, his weight and all these things. And it's like, he doesn't know if it's coming from a good place. He doesn't know who who's really coming. Like, Hey, you know, Hey man, I, I really mean you well because Shaq and Barkley, you know, said similar things, but then you have, you know, Shannon and you have Stephen A saying same, the same things, but from them, you don't, it, it, it's not the same. You hear the same message, but it's like, is it coming from a good place? And that's the difference. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know who I should, you know, take seriously. Cause most of y'all are just, you know, using it as clickbait, using it to, you know, get more views, get more clicks, all that stuff. And, you know, you're really not coming from a good place. And these are grown men, you know, they act like, you know, they, they really had it together when they were younger, you know what I'm saying? So, or when they were Zion's age. So it's like, you know, you you just don't know a lot of times. And I think that's why Zion, you know, he just keeps quiet about it and keeps, you know, hey, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm a I'm a do do what I'm doing and, you know, just continue to get better and stay available. I think that's the biggest thing for Zion this whole time is to be available. And he's been doing that. And I think it's about time that, you know, I mean, it's March, people. It's March and Zion is available. And he's even said that that's been a huge focal point for this season, which it you can understand why, because he hasn't been. And even with, you know, him not, even not being in the greatest shape or greatest conditioning, the dude is averaging 22 points per, per game. He's averaging that for the season. Like he's like, even at his lowest points, he's still been doing well. He's still out doing, you know, for for him, you know, just the average because he's that talented. I mean, it's it's like, <laughs> look, this is what out of shape Zion was getting for you. That's what that was doing. But once he's getting in shape and getting more condition, it's gonna be a a whole new ball game. So, yeah, that's uh well said, Lex. Uh, like I said, man, I think uh, a lot of what we see from uh, the ESPN crowd. Uh, covering the Pelicans is mostly negative because it's clickbait. It's designed to be uh, 
sensational. It's, it's designed to be clickbaitish to draw attention. And it's usually during slow news cycles that they'll try to bounce back to grab something about the Pelicans. There's no need to talk about him eating hamburgers or the bull crap about him eating the table. There's no other real insiders that said they anything. They don't do that to nobody else, man. No, I, no, you know, they don't do that, this to nobody else. Yeah, him and, eating the table. And a young, no young, young up, upcoming star, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't hear this stuff about. And look, let's be real. Luka Doncic, he has been out of shape. He doesn't get this, though. No, nah, because he doesn't attack. Him. No. He doesn't attack anybody. He doesn't attack uh, uh, anybody but Zion. I mean, like that. I mean, he talks and about I, him. And he, his situation is different because I, I will let me say that his situation is different as, as far as him being with Dallas and, and Zion being with the Pelicans. But even even so, they they still don't talk about his weight or anything like that. I mean, we like I said, just with anybody, whatever it is, because, you know, ain't nobody out here, you know, perfect like that or have it together all the way like that. So. Uh, you let it hit a, a, a some bitch that scored one point five points per contest, and then said it was less than that. Then says that he cracked his <laughs> knee open, still walks with a limp, and I you know like, what? It out, dude, you, you're not. You never played that. You never did that. Sometimes you gotta accept. You gotta accept defeat, man. You lost. You lost against the New Orleans Pelicans social media team. Okay. <laughs> they it and they just well, it let's, let's let's keep, keep that in perspective. All, all, they, all they did was they did Not nothing the, sensational. They just put out the yeah. highlight reel. They just yeah. posted the highlight reel of him missing shots, him throwing the ball in the ground in the you know the the, the New York game. The, the, and then the they you know game. put it on a postcard, you know, with his head on wheel. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that's a huge honor. You know what that, I'm saying? Uh, Got a uh, hundred hundred. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, 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 1.5. Okay. Just 1. one 5. threw me off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> Good Lord. But yeah, but this, this, this just dropped Lex here. Shout out to the fam, man. Uh, Scotty Barnes sustained a fraction in his third metacarpal bone of his left hand tonight versus the Warriors and is oh, out wow. definitely. The oh, Raptors have announced. So, when we do take on the Raptors, it will be minus Scotty Barnes. So we we anticipate the Look, that's a big crap. crap. That's a big crap. Right? <laughs> that's a big crap. I know. Right? I, I no no ill will intended. I just you know. Yeah, that little guy <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, that little guy played that man because I was like, man, this guy. Uh, you know, he's speaking all broken English, but he 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 had the right intensity and passion. He was taking up yeah. for his team, and Willie, with all his and, straight English, yeah. can't seem to put that together at all, man. So, no, yeah. I'd rather you have broken English and, and back your star than have the right English and, and you know, and just, just be chill, like uh, like old Willie is. Just be, just no silent, and, and just trust the process. That's what the, that's pretty much what Willie does, man. And mm -hmm. You can see we got a dub tonight with the with Quiet Willie's philosophy. The love doctrine yeah. reigns supreme, Lex. Mm -hmm. Might not but, like it. Hey, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't get too high or too low, man. I mean, we've seen this before from the Pills. That's why it's like, okay, how are they going to do the next game and the next game after that and the next game after that? Just showing a level of consistency. I'm not saying that all of them are going to be wins. Obviously, we want them to be wins. But it's like, are you continuously coming with that energy every single night because we we know that they can do it but can they do it consistently and that's, that's been yeah that that's what's been the problem we've seen them beat they've beaten the top teams right they've beaten that's them the, but that's been the question though we've at, we talked about this whole, this entire season up to this point is the pelicans realistically speaking should have 40 wins right now i mean yeah, there was at least 40 wins right now. And, How many double-digit leads did the Pels lose? Quite a few. Quite At a least few. 10. I know for sure 10. I mean, I, I stopped counting after 10, but, yeah, I mean, those are, you know, so the winning record, you said is 36? 
36 right now. We did not lose those double-digit leads, those 10 double-digit leads that I I know of for sure. That's 46. Yeah. Yeah. That's 46 wins, people. And with 46. You know where that puts you at, at, Lex, with 46 wins? That puts you at top of the West. Because Timberwolves have 42 right now currently. So, I mean, yeah, this they have a lot of contests in which they did, uh, you know, allowed other yeah, teams. Yeah, they, they let them go. And Jay mm-hmm. Carvel said it was 12, so we would have been 48. 48. Yeah, they, they've given up quite a few, man. Some frustrating losses, too, being that they had it. I remember at least. Come down, too, by right. I remember at least half of them, Lex, like at least half of the 12 that Jay Carv is talking about. At least six of those wins that I remember watching, the Pelicans had the game all the way up till the last yeah. few minutes of the game and, and allowed it to slip through they through their grasp. So I'm Shoot, like those Memphis games, both those Memphis games. Yeah. And some and some of these other uh the the losses to these sub five hundred teams that you yeah. need to beat. So that that's yeah, something Bulls, that, that mm-hmm. Bulls game, it, that Bulls game bothers me. Mm-hmm. Bulls ain't about to do nothing with that win. They're really not. So that, that's what it comes down to. So in the end, the consistency thing is always a big thing. Lex, let's take a look at the schedule, man. Let me see if I can get the schedule up here as okay. we continue to, to to mark it all down here. And uh, let me see here. Let me get it on the screen for the family members so y'all can see the remaining Pelican schedule right here. You see Toronto there uh, as the Pelicans get ready to hit the road going to Canada on Tuesday. And then they have a few games off until – of Friday of that week, and then they travel out to Philadelphia, and then Sunday of the same week they have Atlanta. Then they come home the following Wednesday for a three-game road stand, homestand with Cleveland, Clippers, and Portland. So there you go: so Toronto, Philadelphia, and Atlanta on the road, and then they come home for Cleveland, the Clippers, and Portland. Then they hit the road for the four straight road games with Brooklyn, Orlando. Miami and Detroit. The Miami game is one I'm gonna be looking out for. We got to get some payback there, and then of course, then uh, late March. That's when it started really kind of kicking in. When you get that that first of the five, what is three, four, five, six home games? It's a six game home stand starting Tuesday, March the 26th, with the OKC Thunder. Two days later. You got Milwaukee. Mm. Two days later, you have Boston. Mm. A couple days later, you have Phoenix, and that mm. opens up in April. And then a couple of days after that, on the 3rd of April, you have Orlando. And then, of course, you get a, uh, well, San Antonio, I ain't going to say a, a light matchup because you see how Wimbyama's been playing and that and, and has been kind of challenging. Even though San Antonio is a bottom-feeding team right now, they are a young team struggling. We have them on the seventh. We can't take anybody. Still gotta, yeah, still got to take care of business. Got to take care of business. And then, of course, San Antonio ain't going to do nothing with that win. So mm-hmm. we, we need to get that win. You got some tough teams. And then, of course, from the seventh, April the seventh to the 14th, four home games. I mean, road games, pardon me. Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, Golden State. And then this, they close the season out mid-April against the Lakers in the Smoothie King Center primetime game so yeah this is the schedule man so as we get into march the pelicans got a lot of work to do man especially over the next several weeks inside of march to set themselves up for a a finish for the rest of the season so lex please feel free to comment on this schedule because i know you you kind of pinpoint that okc milwaukee boston phoenix orlando little trip Uh, still got teams ahead of them like uh Oh, go on. I'm sorry. They still got other teams they have to take care of. Like, we got to go to Philly, and I know Embiid is not there. They said he's supposed to get back at some point of the, the season, regular season, but not for this mm-hmm. matchup on eight. So, in Atlanta, you know, they have difficulties with Atlanta and trade. Then you got a tough Cleveland club. Then you got Clippers. So, that's a lot of stuff going on there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, those last 11 games, man. Those 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 last eleven games are tough. Yeah, the game after Detroit coming home to play in Oklahoma City, that's when it gets interesting. 
Like we need to really have our stuff together by the time we come home to play OKC because that's when things really start getting real. Um, if you scroll down a little bit, Big Q, hey, the games against Phoenix are going to be brutal. Like, those are really important because right now, Phoenix has, uh, we played them once and they got that game uh, at the SKC. And we play them two more times. So, <laughs> That game, those two games right there against Phoenix are going to really, really be important. Because right now we're in a battle. I don't know if you you all looked at the schedule. We're 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 going back and forth with the Suns right now. We're we're just flipping spots from five to six. Okay. That that's what's been happening like these these last few games. We're we're we've been flipping with them. So that's why I say that. The, that game with the Phoenix Suns is very important. We got to get both those games. And that's not going to be easy because you all know how Booker plays against the Pelicans. I mean, it, it's like, it's almost like our defense is non-existent every time we, you know, you know, he plays. Uh, he seems like he goes off every single time against the Pels. And I'm talking about, you know, just just the, the last few games. Because I think, what, I think last season he had like a 60-point game against us. And then he did it again this year, didn't he? He had like 60 points or like 58. Something ridiculous. It, it was way up there, man. That, that, yeah. that guy has the Pelicans I mean, up. He, he, like, <laughs> there's a trend here. So, mm -hmm. like, we, we really got to find a way to get those games. Really got to find a way. But yeah, by the by the time we get to those last eleven, we really have to be polished and be ready to go. Like it's like our identity needs to be tightened up. You know everything from the coaching, the way the ball moves, the chemistry, the energy, the way we start the game, playing consistent throughout all four quarters. Got to bring it. You know, got to execute down the stretch. Because you're talking about a lot of those games, they're probably going to be close games, and it's gonna, probably going to come down to the wire. So we 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 got to be ready. Got to be ready. Fifty-two in the last game, one twenty-three, oh, one hundred nine, fifty-two points. At, That's uh, too much in the game. Man, you're right. They lead the series. They have two games left, man. In this in the in the month of April. So this is that. Those are really big. You you want to talk about playoff mm -hmm. environment style games? You got one. Yeah home and one on their side of stuff that is going that that is going to be fun so uh indeed all right so anyway with that being said fam listen i'd like to thank y'all for tuning in tonight's show uh please feel free to hit the like button hit the subscribe button and by all means feel free to share the show on your social media feed the pelican smack the hell out of the pacers they call jack the pacers tonight run them off the road uh, and now we take on the Raptors. Let's make the Raptors extinct. We see no Scotty Barnes is missing in the match. <laughs> Let's get that match up too. Let's get that That's and nice. keep on pressing on them. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, we got to be a little bit, I, I'm, I'm buying into Lex's philosophy of uh, what you call it, Lex, uh, more anger. What, what is it? How do you feel? Oh, uh, violent. You know, we just, we just got to get more violent, man. Oh yeah, see, like, Willie ain't gonna buy into that. He ain't gonna put that on the bam. He ain't gonna put that. Uh, on the no, I mean, in in, in within the <laughs> realms of the game, I'm not talking. <laughs> look, I'm a peaceful person, people. I'm talking about as far as competition when you're competing out, you know, on the floor, on the court, between the lines, you know, that type thing, you know. But the thing is, is that we had we we want we talk about playoff mode, right? Being you know playing in the playoffs, the playoffs are not nice. They're not laid back. They're not cool. They're not chill. This is going to be a battle. Okay. It's going to be a, a seven game battle until somebody wins the war. Okay. It's going to let be like that for every single series. So the thing is this team needs to be more violent because again, I keep going back to what Jimmy said, what Draymond said twice. 
He said it earlier in the season, and he said it on All-Star Sunday during the All-Star game. He said, you know, I don't think nobody's worried about the Pelicans. And then Jimmy, you know, we we all know what he said. You know, he he basically said that the the result of, you know, the game between the Heat and the Pelicans, that was going to be the same result when they when we play again against them in Miami. Because he feels like they're the better team. You know, I don't want the team. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I, 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 I memorize it. I don't want the team to forget that. Like, we need to take that quote out of what MJ said on his on the last dance. You got to take that personal. You have to take that personal. I mean, why not? I mean, you know, it's time for this for this team to really be respected around the league from the commentators, from casual fans, from even Pelicans fans. It's time for us to take that step because for too long, it's just been the same thing. That's the only way that you're going to change the narrative. I don't, you know, Lex, you're saying some great stuff, man, but I'm going to be honest with you on this one. Um, I I don't think, as a matter of fact, I know for a fact that uh, Willie's not going to use none of that. That's not even his philosophy. Come to th- you know, if you think about how he thinks, like we know, you know what we know about the disrespect. You're right about Draymond Green disrespect of it. Uh, you're right about Jimmy Butler's disrespectful comments. Um, uh, what they're saying about and these are you can't kind of brush these comments off. These guys are championship players. They, they they're well respected. Uh, players yeah, in the NBA. as crazy as they are and as weird as right. they are as weird and strange <laughs> as they are they yeah. are respected they and got so respect we, man they got respect so i don't think willie green is going to use draymond green's commentary or jimmy butler's commentary to um motivate the pelicans to to take their aggressiveness up you know I, it's everything about willie green speaks to the opposite of that, he would say yeah, focus more on execution than he would say about what Draymond Green or using that as motivation or uh, what Jimmy or Jay, uh, uh, Draymond says about the Pelicans. He would brush that off and say, we need to focus on this, that, and third. He wouldn't use that. That's my, that's my thought on that. What you think about that? Yeah, I understand that. But then guess what? What about the players? What about the yeah. players? I think we 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 talk so much about but the don't message they mimic from Willie's mouth. But don't yeah. they mimic the mindset? Of, if the, the coach, his but, mindset is the dominant mindset. But the mindset players are the out there. And, right. and look, I, I kind of feel like, look, you all are out there. Willie's not out there. Yeah, you know, look, we, we've seen this before where, you know, the coach has his philosophy and things. And we also seen players go out on the floor, look, we ain't doing that. We going to do this right here. Like, it has to be taken upon the players to be like, you know what? Enough is enough, man. We need to shut everybody up. We we, we, we need to show up and show out, and we need to really change our mentality and really, and really make these people respect us. They didn't say it to Willie. Ain't nobody saying nothing to Willie. Nobody, you know, nobody's commenting on, you know, his coaching and stuff. Only people who don't watch Pelicans basketball games. That's the only people who who are saying any. I mean, you you heard Stephen A. Stephen A. said he the only people that he respects on the Pelicans is C.J. McCollum and Willie Green. That's what he said. So the thing is, is that. Yeah, yeah, he'll get that from people who don't watch Pelicans basketball, who know absolutely nothing. But the thing is, the players, this has to be on their psyche. It has to be. And look, I'm not even trying to forget about the stuff even with the Lakers, because that was embarrassing too. A lot of people say, yeah, that's done and over with. You know what? That was really embarrassing. It's like it's things like that that help 
move something inside you to do something about it. And that's that's what the players need. Not necessarily, not necessarily Willie. We already know what Willie's gonna do. He's not about to change his change who he is or what he does. But the thing is, the message has to start resonating with the players. Well, uh, it will. We'll we'll see how it all works, man. But I, I just at some point, I mean, tonight was a great, a great and solid win on after what happened prior in the prior matchup, we should have got that one too. So it's, yes, it we moving forward here. We got the Raptors next and I definitely think they'll slam them down. And then behind that, we got a few more uh, games we got to take care of, but this is the, this is the part of the season where I absolutely love yeah. outside of the playoffs. This, this will tell you a lot about the team and if they're one ready game to, at a time, one game at a time, indeed. All right. So with that being said, man, that's going to be the end of the stream. Listen, I appreciate y'all for chiming in on the great Pelicans. When y'all do me a service, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button and hit the share button, man. Hit the notification bell too. uh, When we uh, pull some more content uh, as well. Uh, Lex got another report that's coming up soon. I'm going to repost that uh, the replies uh, with the Perkins thing. We're going to post that up again. So we put that on the show archives for the family that probably didn't see that yet. So we'll, put all that up later but uh much love to y'all y'all feel free like i said hit the like button hit the subscribe button share the show and we're gonna holler at you on the next one man it'll be a couple days for the pelicans take on the raptors man so y'all be cool have a good weekend and we're gonna see you later much love and go pals go pals show us the edge the chip on the shoulders the fight and the passion that comes from within trying on every level High. Had to show them you can fly Play harder, better, smarter Baby, put the league on notice mm-hmm. Show me that edge, yeah. Play with the edge, yeah. Show me the edge, yeah. Play with the edge, yeah. Show me the edge, Show me the edge, yeah, yeah Whoa Everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. That's right. The pro shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the pro shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops. The link is in the description section below. Remember, it helps the platform 